0: At Federal, we have products for every season and every pursuit. Our passionate and dedicated teams design, build, and deliver the world's best American-made ammunition, whether you're hunting, target shooting, or defending yourself and family. Our pride and hard work can be found in every box, ammo can, or bottle of ammunition. For us, it's always in season. It's Federal season.
1: Welcome to Federal Ammunitions Podcast. It's Federal season. I am so excited for our guest today. It's not often we have a celebrity on. <laughs> Welcome, Hickok Forty Five, to the show.
2: Oh, uh, thank you, thank you. You're the celebrity, but I'm I'm happy to oh, talk no, with no. you.
1: Oh. <laughs> I am. This so is excited. like Tom Brady so
2: interviewing a high school football quarterback. You know?
1: Oh no, no, not at all. It's 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 flip flopped uh, mutual appreciation. <laughs> So talking about your bio a little bit, it's March Madness, right? Uh, you, I understand you played college basketball?
2: Uh, I did. Yeah, it's been a, been a few years ago, but I did, yes.
1: Now you do a different type of shooting now, though, right? Right, right. I
2: enjoyed it back then, but I didn't get much time to, to do it and uh, didn't have uh, the funds to do a lot of shooting at the time, right?
1: totally understand. And then you transition from college to professional life, dedicating your career to teaching middle school English. Am I right?
2: Right. Middle school and high school over the years, uh, mostly middle school. Yes, that's why I'm insane. Yeah, middle, A lot of exposure to middle <laughs> schoolers, about uh, a quarter of a century teaching seventh grade. So I have an excuse for any insane behavior that I exhibit.
1: Totally understandable. I have a fourteen-year-old at home, so I get it. (laughs) And you were even in law enforcement, but in two thousand seven, you decided to jump into the wonderful world of the internet, YouTube. And since then, you have six point six million subscribers. You are rapidly approaching two billion views. I mean, how does that make you feel?
2: (laughs) Uh, well, I don't know. I it's I guess it's fortunate that I'm, I'm. I'm too dumb to be nervous uh, about oh. it. You know? I really, I, and you have a lot of experience. But I, I just kind of block out that so many people that either are watching or watching or will be watching eventually. You know, uh, some videos just get, an don't know, average amount of views. Then. They'll take off later, a year later, or three years later, or two months later, and you'll look at, wow, two million people have seen that, or there's one with forty-seven million. You know, so you don't know what how many people will actually see you know any given video unless it's something that's really boring. And, you know, it won't get a lot of views. But, but I just don't think about it. You know, I I don't know. I, I don't think much about it. I, you know, I, I just amazing. enjoy doing what I'm doing, and I. I was a shy kid, really, uh, and it's not that I'm just so loaded with ego and confidence, I think. I, I just don't think about it uh, that much.
1: Yeah. Well, it helps when you're doing something that you obviously enjoy and you do that. Why, why did you start a YouTube channel?
2: Just crazy, I guess Well, I was teaching uh, I was fortunate where I taught. It was, was in a private school and had a lot of smart kids smarter than I was. And I was uh, <laughs> able to teach some pretty good uh, novels and literature. Uh, you know, To Kill Mockingbird, some really good good novels. And I taught Shane, uh, which was great, the novel, a uh, western novel, and and so while I was doing that, I I tried to add a little realism. And I we were a high tech school, and I had a laptop program even back in the early '90s when no one else wow. did. Or, And I was able to record some things on my shooting range showing what a Colt single action was, like like chain-carried and what a lever gun, the Western guns, and actually fire them and then bring that in digitally to the classroom and show them on the wall. And they got a kick out of it. I had fun doing it. Oh, yeah. I sent that to my son, who was in college at the time, John, and he said, Dad, you need to do something like this for YouTube. There's not much on there regarding guns. and. And I so, yeah. am ah, yeah, maybe. And so we just messed around and did a little, for fun, recorded a few things uh, and popped it up there. And And we're surprised that, that people, you know, like, a, a few people kind of liked it because we didn't know how to edit. You know, we didn't know yeah. how to edit. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so yeah. we didn't edit. I think the early ones, I'm, I'm reaching around the camera, turn the camera on, you know, and, <laughs> and really, and turn it off. And it was just in there. Didn't know, didn't even have the software to edit. Didn't know how to do it. And it was yeah. a little pocket camera and all that. So, Anyway, so we just kind of continued that uh, non-edited format, you know, and that's how I got started doing it. This just just took off more people, didn't take off quickly, but more people seem to enjoy it than we thought should, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's great stuff. So it was really just impromptu. Did you have any plans or do you just, even today, do you have a schedule? Do you like, no, we're talking about this today? (laughs)
2: Uh, yeah, I'd like to, uh, uh, be able to say we had a, a really serious marketing plan that, that we put together
0: <laughs> and, uh,
2: but yeah, you know, just, just kind of, kind of happened and, and that's the way things, you know, go, you know, in life. Uh, we just, I, I mean, I didn't realize it, but I was kind of preparing for it, you know, uh, by teaching so long and, and being a gun nut for so long and, and, and that sort of thing. And then also in teaching, you can't worry about every little thing you say. If you misspeak, obviously you're not recording it. You're just up there for an hour. You're talking to kids and it's interaction and and that's just kind of the way I feel when we're doing a video. I'm just talking to the folks that are there watching and and if I don't say everything perfectly, you know, so be it. I'm not gonna worry about editing it out and people are pretty forgiving and so so I don't I think your question was do I think about what we're gonna do? I think about what we're gonna do but we don't really
1: script anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's, I think that's one of the things that people love about your channel and you in in particular is because you're just very natural and you just have a conversation, Um, but you're not afraid to like show when you miss, (laughs) you know, you're just like, oh, that one didn't hit, right? Um, And, and it's very refreshing in this world of social media today where everything has to be absolutely perfect and, and polished and, and you continue to show that it doesn't have to be by producing all of this. And that's amazing. a
2: compliment to the viewers, okay. you know, more so than I, uh, I mean, that's, it's, you know, it really is uh, shooters in general, just good people. As you know, you've been hanging around shooters for a long time <laughs> and uh, beating them. And, uh, and, you know, shooters generally just good folks and, and they understand they're forgiving and they, they don't expect you to be perfect. Me to be perfect. Uh, you know, you have bad matches probably at times, or at least worse than you okay. wanted to have. That's just the yeah. way it goes. You don't always hit. And our videos are not really about marksmanship. I've shot a lot. I'm I'm nowhere obviously in your league, but I've shot a lot for fifty or sixty years and and so you know how it is. If you shoot a lot, you can hit an average size target, you know, usually yes. regularly. Yes.
0: <laughs> and a lot of
2: people who haven't shot much, you know, you struggle to learning to shoot a pistol, right? A shooting a handgun yes. is tough if you've not shot one. It is. And so so we look better than we really are, you know. I mean, you know, <laughs> as long as I keep Rob Latham out of my videos and you and people exactly. like girls, you all see that, everybody thinks I'm a great shot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny. So, if someone doesn't know who you are, they must be living under a rock somewhere and don't have access to the internet. What could what can people expect when they come to your channel and watch a video?
2: Well. They tell us, they, they, uh, they can expect just to see us uh, having fun, but also trying to give some information uh, and in most videos. Some are just strictly entertainment, but uh, in most videos, <laughs> I'm trying to give some information about the. Uh, sometimes, especially, you know, it's a review on a firearm and everything that, that I know about it and give my impressions and John's impressions, a catch impression, the impressions about the <laughs> firearm. You Know and uh, and, and, and I call it a review, it's really not as much a review as some people give because uh, right. I shoot a lot, shoot a lot of different firearms, and mainly I feel like we're giving our impression of what, what I think of this firearm and uh, how it compares with maybe some others and you know, and that kind of how it works, and uh, you know, just. Not so much accuracy because you know that's that word. That uh, I don't bench rest shoot and and I don't compete in the Olympics and that kind of thing. Most firearms are way more accurate than we are just standing and shooting. Uh right. And so you know, I just give our impressions of firearm, basically. What and they, they can expect an honest assessment. That that's for certain because we have some great sponsors, of course, Federal being one of them, and yes. uh, five or six others. Uh, but we don't. We're never in conflict with that. We don't review anything that we, you know, are sponsored by, and so they, they, right. uh, they tell us all the time. They appreciate the honesty, and uh, that was that is yeah. by design. You know, we intentionally stay out of those uh, if, if situations, so so we can be totally honest and give our yeah, impressions of things.
1: Yeah, I mean, being a members of Team Federal, it's very easy to be biased. <laughs> yeah, oh, it is. It is. I,
2: I use Federal. Long before I, you know, uh, had a relationship with them. Of course, I've got boxes in my reloading room. I I pulled out a case, some old Federal box I purchased, you know, and, you know like seven ninety yeah. five yeah. for a box of thirty eight special <laughs> or something. You know, it's funny to find that stuff and forty four Magnum, you know, for nine ninety five and and so obviously, yeah. and, and uh, that's always a good situation when you you're supported by a company that you've been supporting or or uh, right. patronizing, you know, for for most of your life that's nice
1: absolutely so transitioning a little bit into shooting experience um i am very envious of your range setup <laughs> um can you kind of walk people through that in the mindset of where you put all of those amazing targets and and plan and do you weed whack in there i mean how do you do it all
2: <laughs> do i do what back in there
1: weed whack oh, like, weed whack whack all the weed oh yeah down. yeah that or round
2: up or whatever uh, there yeah, you go. I do. <laughs> I, yeah, I get the weed whacker out uh, in uh, uh, occasionally. Um, uh, sometimes twelve gauge helps take care of some of that. But, <laughs> but that's, uh, that's you know, it, that kind of grew. I bought this place in eighty five, nineteen eighty five, not eighteen eighty five. And and it, the range <laughs> has just kind of grown since then. I've added a few targets here and there, and uh, I started with animals and then some just plates and that's evolved we have a video on shooting steel and how those plates even evolved you know to make them safer and everything and uh back in 86 you know when i was setting that up i don't know if there was any ar-500 steel around you didn't have all the options you have today (laughs) you know you can go online and find cool targets you can buy or whatever but i had people make them locally and and use different uh types of targets and and if I started getting, I uh, realized I was getting a little bit of a uh, uh, lead back at me. I'd redesign it and went through that process. But right. I, I added more. Uh, when I got into cowboy action shoot, I've done all kinds of different uh, shooting. And I, I, I had some cowboy targets. You know, I did IHMSA, shooting long-range animals back in the 70s. So, you know, that's kind of where I started. I had some of those. And and then uh, did some IPSC and different things. And a, a GSSF and. Uh, yep. Jack of all trades, master of none, <laughs> and uh, and so those targets were kind of a an amalgamation of all that. And uh, and I, it, you know, people, the gong is the the most significant target, I guess. People always asking yes. about that, and I put that up before the videos, and I have always liked and learned that from cowboy action shooting too have some big targets, you know, and, and yeah. because people just like to shoot, I'm a backyard plinker mainly. I'm I'm not a competitor like you are. I I did that. I took it pretty seriously for a while, but I was so interested in so many different firearms. I, I just, I found myself being out on a weekend at a match and I, I just want to go home, and shoot my lever gun, you know, I'm spending too much time standing yeah. on ranges, you yeah. know? And so I just wanted a variety of targets, some big targets that, Anybody could hit within reason and that are fun to hit. You know how it is, you're out just plinking around. I just want to shoot that big target far away, or maybe that big target that's not even that far away. And then maybe I want to try yeah. to hit that little target. You know, so just for variety's sake, you know.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think that's would you would you consider if someone's learning or wanting to set up their home home range? Uh, obviously having a bigger target there. Do you have any other recommendations for them?
2: Well, that is a big one right there. I, I lost track of your question. Sorry. I, yeah, I, I, I'd like having, uh, uh, I, th- I think it's important to have some challenging targets and some mid-range uh, challenge challenging targets. And then some that are just not yep. that hard to hit, you know, as long as you're awake and yeah. sober. And you better be sober, right? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> exactly. and then, of course, the... Uh, the, the the ricochet you want to avoid. Excuse me, splashback. It. Uh, it it's going to happen occasionally, maybe for shooting a lot of steel. But as long as you're protected with eye protection, you 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 should be okay. Um, everybody shoots steel at their own risk, as I always say. Get make sure it's out far enough, but make sure it has no edges. You know and that's really important. And hardened steel's best if you can afford it. Uh, no edges because that's as I always tell people. It's like throwing a water balloon at a wall you You see where that water goes, it splatters outward downward and around, and you just keep that in mind if there's an edge anywhere you can catch on and it can, it can kind of curve back at you, you know even from a distance yeah, yes. uh, that's really yep. important and and you don't need as no one needs as many targets as I have. It's just
1: oh come on
2: does help you just sort of blindfold to hit something you know yeah. <laughs> don't don't call yeah, your targets you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, being an IPSC shooter myself, I would love to know more about when you competed, what you competed I mean, were you using a 45 with a comp? I mean, what, tell me more about your your life in practical shooting.
2: Well, I got started uh, doing that. I fell up the road in Clarksville, Tennessee, had a range, and he was getting into it. He had been out to Cooper, Cooper's, uh, you know, training, gun sight, and everything. Yep. And uh, he was setting up some competition, and, and I ran into him at a gun shop kind of deal. And, and I just I he invited me up and some other people, and we just started having matches. This was like 87 or something. Yeah. And, uh, and then going pretty much by the USPSA rulings and then became sanctioned in 89 or 90 and went to the state match section in Tennessee and actually competed in that in 89, I guess, 90.
0: Nice. And uh, set yeah. it
2: up. And, and, uh, you know, I never done anything like that, but it was kind of fun and didn't do all that badly. And I, I started with a 45 stock pretty much just 45 ACP 1911. And, uh, I just enjoy shooting steel and shooting those plates and the poppers and all that kind of thing. And I didn't even know all the rules at first. I would just bang (laughs) blast through, hit a hostage. (laughs) So what, you know, no shoot. I didn't realize the scoring, how badly that killed you on the scoring. And, uh, and then I, about a year later, I got a 38 super with compensator. I thought, okay, I'm going to have some fun with this shoot open class. And, yeah. and I did that yeah. for a little bit, never did put a red dot on it. I didn't get into that. And it wasn't even high capacity, but I did that for a little while before I traded that. So I, I, I messed around with all that. And it, it, I never was a, a, a master class shooter, but, uh, and I was always accused of sandbagging because I, I really didn't care that much about what class I just shot, you know? <laughs> And, and had fun, won some guns messing around and, and, uh, but then I, I just kind of wandered off doing my own thing. Cowboy action shooting. Um, uh, uh, what's the more practical side of you, uh, you've done it. I know, uh, uh, I can't think, but it's, it's, uh, kind of an offshoot of USPSA, but more practical. What am I trying to say? IDPA. IDPA. Yeah, yep. IDPA. I, I did that yep. for about yep. a year and yep. A, yep. a half.
1: <laughs> Too and many acronyms. Then, yeah. I enjoyed that.
2: And, <laughs> cowboy action and uh, gsf matches occasionally and uh, i finally won a subcompact in a gsf ma- ssf match that was my goal to actually i'd come in second or third and and you know how those matches are if you've ever done one you got a lot of people that there aren't even they don't shoot that much necessarily but then you got the top tier of people you got whatever oh, each yeah, class eight years. or nine people <laughs> that they're serious shooters, you know, (laughs) and so it's not hard to come in fairly high, but boy, to win, you're you're shooting against some of the best people, and so I finally won that, and and, uh, then I quit doing that, (laughs) that was my goal, but I messed around, jack of all trades, and and, you know, I just like to shoot everything, lever guns, muzzle loaders, uh, AR-15s, I like it all, Ask Federal. They know from the old ammo I ordered. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to check some of my notes here. Um, so as I understand it, you were even on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Can you tell us more about that experience? I
2: wasn't on their interview by him. He just showed uh, okay. they had a... You know, various uh, over the years, they've you know, the pumpkin carving and different things like that that were kind of well known for out in the general public. You know, carving the pumpkin carving we do every year, those kinds of videos seem to get out there more. And I know, uh, Greg Gutfeld has shown that uh, I don't know, a couple, three different times. It was on, you know, Jay Leno's Tonight Show showed it, and I don't know that those things really do get out there. And, and I think early on, things like that, we Things like that uh, help the channel grow because we weren't that's doing right. just one type of firearm, one type of, of shooting. The muzzle loaders, uh, and, and that again, that's not by a, a plan or design. It's just what I've always liked. I enjoy muzzle loaders. I enjoy lever action and cold single actions and Glocks and SIGs and Smith & Wesson. I just like them all and enjoy them all thoroughly and almost equally, you know, so uh, and I think that helped pull in people early because people be searching for, uh, one guy searching for, or one gal searching for a Glock 19 video or information, or someone else yeah. is searching for information on an 1861 Springfield Civil War rifle, and, and it's on our channel, you know, that helped.
1: Definitely one of the the broadest as far as covering different types of firearms. You know, everybody kind of sticks to a niche in a, a lot of the gun reviewer worlds of YouTube, but you can see a little bit of everything from, you know, the more distinguished antique type uh, firearms out there to the more modern makes, obviously. And then you have the entertainment component come in. The first time you ever made it to mainstream through your what you produce on YouTube, I mean, what were you thinking?
2: Would you say when it made mainstream?
1: Yeah, when you were on, you know, really getting the attention that, you know, of the everyday person out there.
2: Yeah, uh- uh I, I don't know it was kind of a surprise but the whole thing was a surprise you know really uh yeah. the um you know everybody gets their 15 minutes of fame you know and it's just it's weird i i the first time the, the biggest surprise uh you know after we realized wow people are watching this thing and we started getting recognized uh and then the web people come from all over the web want to interview about this that video and different things but you know, the, the first time I, I went into a gun shop one night, I remember in, uh, Greenbrier, Tennessee. And this was, I don't know, we've been doing this for maybe six months or something messing around with it. And, and I was leaving the gun shop, some guy coming in said, oh, hi, High 45. And I said, yeah, good to meet (laughs) you. And it, 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 that was the first time somebody in public recognized me. That was probably 2007 or eight. And I just, it really was weird. It was a weird reaction yeah. that a lot of people can't relate to <laughs> because YouTube was, was such a kind of a, a new thing, you know, at that time yeah.
1: uh-huh. and doing
2: a video and posting it, uh, and then someone recognizing you from that. I know it sounds a little silly now in, in uh, 2022, but it was really odd. And, uh, and, and that was almost more amazing to me and surprising than, like something showing up on the Tonight Show or whatever, or Tucker Carlson wanted to come down, you know that sort of thing. It was right. uh, very surprising. Right. And I've gotten used to it, and I enjoy it. I enjoy meeting uh, viewers. I'm sure you do too when you run into them, all well, they don't seem yeah. too creepy or crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's like going to Shot Show or NRA Show or any of the other. Um, you know, public events that we go to is a lot of fun. And and I've seen you work there. I mean, you and your son genuinely enjoy it.
2: I do. I enjoy meeting uh, people that watch the videos. We just got back off a Florida trip, my wife and I, and, and I ran to a lot of people around, you know, restaurants or wherever, the tourist sites and things. And, and it's it's just, uh, it, it's not like being a real celebrity. You know, if you were George Clooney or something or someone like that, that you, you can't stick your head out the door, that would right, that would right. be a, a a problematic, I guess, and and you'd get jaded. But but with I don't know how it is with you, but with with me, it's just you know, I'm a restaurant or I'm out and around. And I meet like somebody almost every day if I'm around, or a couple of people here and there, and it's it's just the right amount because they're shooters, you know, they're they're firearms enthusiasts, yes, just yes. like you and me, you know. And so it's it's kind of yep. fun to meet them, and sometimes I actually have a conversation with them, and and uh, so so it's uh, it's all good, yeah, it really is.
1: No, that's great. And the fact that you get to do this with your son, I mean, can you talk a little bit more about the dynamic of the channel with him?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. Uh, he, he's really involved in comedy now, so I end up doing more of the, the work, but, uh, he's out every night, uh, <laughs> being a comedian, but, uh, yeah, we, 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 uh, everything is by design. You know, we plan it. And, uh, um, I mean, to an extent the videos, once we get the camera right. rolling, you know, who knows what I'm going to say, but, but, uh, right. it, yeah, we, we just, uh, it's by design and, and we talk about everything and, and he doesn't do anything. I don't do anything that I don't talk to him or think about what he would think yeah. about this, you know, setting up a video or ideas yeah. for videos. We talk about it all the time and, and he does most of the camera work. And, uh, you know, unless I'm filming him cause he'll do a video occasionally. And he does a lot yeah. better on the camera than I do, but, uh, yeah. We, and we've been on for a long time, but we've always been close since uh, he was a baby. You know, I, you know, we just, uh, like teaching, we'd spend a lot of time together in the summers, you know, and travel and different things where we go to shot together in RA meetings and everything and, uh, do yeah. meet and greets. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's a team, team affair, of course. And, uh, we're, we're partners, you know, in, in the whole thing. And, uh, oh, you know, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's just, we've been, we, you know, since he was literally born, I was the first one that held him, even though poor his mother held, Yeah. You know, so we just continue <laughs> doing things together, you know, now he's 33. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's his own life, but, uh, still we're together probably three days a week, something like that. And some days, maybe not in weeks, not at all, but then other weeks, maybe five days where we're doing videos. So it, it just kind of varies.
1: Yeah. So when you when you sit down um and you head to the range and you plan a video, how many videos would you film during a day? Or does it vary based on how involved it'll be?
2: It really does vary. It may be we do one video, uh it may be we uh we do two or three, you know. Uh weather yeah. is a factor. Uh,
0: yeah, you're really looking ahead what summer.
2: season it is, you know, if it's gonna see a day. Yeah. Now he's tied up today. with be a great day. It's gonna be cloudy, I think, all day. Yesterday was pretty good mm-hmm. too, uh, but he's tied up this week, part of the week. And uh, so we're always looking at the weather and we plan what days look good uh, where it's not gonna be rainy, of course, or really, really cold. That's no fun. And so we might do two right. or three videos in one day, uh, literally. Uh, and uh, you know, not we don't ever rush them. It's just that you know we've got all day. We we, uh, we can put together two or three videos, not not complicated videos. Usually, we'll have a, a video, maybe it's a gun review, like we've got one coming up, we're going to do maybe Thursday or Friday this week, and uh it's a, a kind of a newer gun and 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 uh, we're anxious to do it, looking forward to it I mean, kind of setting up some things for that. That's the main video on Thursday or Friday, and, but we may do some other video that doesn't require a lot of thought or a lot of setup or something you know that sort of thing. We don't, there's no need for us to rush through, oh, we got to do three videos today and we got to review these three firearms or something. I, I wouldn't want to do that. You can tell from the videos, we're not really rushing. In fact, they're too long, right? Right.
1: right. <laughs> no, it's great. So one of the things, obviously, that has changed a lot since 2007 is the type of video and content that we're seeing out there. Um I see that you're doing shorts now. You have these little quick FAQ videos. Um, can you kind of walk us through how you're keeping up with all of the changes that go on in the internet world while still main, maintaining that longer form video uh, content that people really like?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, we don't want to ignore what's going on, you know, in, in the world. And and, yeah. and talking with our Google rep, you know, uh, I was kind of resistant doing like the shorts. Because we've really always done some short videos, you know, we line up three, four watermelons yeah. and shoot them, do something, you know, <laughs> I won't say for the kids, but just something that's more entertaining, you know, <laughs> or something so brief. Yeah, just fun. Some little fun thing. We, you know, we uh, set up some clay pots and do some quick pot smoking or something. We've done that for years and years, you know. And so that's one reason I was a little reluctant. Our, our Google reps, they're really pushing, they want us to do shorts, you know, and I said, well, okay, we sort of already do that. But but then because it's mobile phone based, more or less, and, and, and you know, I finally was convinced, yeah, okay, well, maybe bring in some people that are not aware of us or they're simple enough to do and they're fun too. And so we did a couple and. And then we did a couple more and and really I've noticed they they really are beginning to get a lot of views those the shorts and uh YouTube shorts and they probably are pulling in some new viewers that were not aware of us and so yeah. you know especially I think a couple of them gotten I don't know i think I want to say maybe a couple of million views or something maybe or you know a lot of more views awesome. than I would have thought and so that's got to be pulling in maybe some people who are just Randomly looking on their phone and they pull up again. Oh, who's this guy? And maybe they come and, and see something more <laughs> educational, you know, <laughs> on the channel. Yeah. So, because our, our primary goal, uh, above it all, really not talked about is, uh, is really for the Second Amendment, you know, Bill of Rights. I mean, uh, if, if nothing yeah. else, we want to do our job there and help educate young people, bring people into the shooting sports. And and hopefully show them the right way to do things. And I think ninety nine point nine percent of the time it, we do not fail in that, you know, uh, try to exercise extreme, uh, demonstrate gun safety and do all those things the right way. Yep. Set a good example for people. And, you know, just hopefully uh, we're working for the Second Amendment more than anything, even if we're having fun doing it. Oh,
1: definitely normalizing and having a ton of fun. That's that's what you guys do best. You know,
2: it's from best. our experiences, there's, there's always people who think guns are these evil things and that, uh, you know, and they t- troll around the internet, you know, of course.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, but, yeah. you know, the people you hang out with and you know in the shooting world and I know and that we all, you know, just good folks enjoying the hobby, you know.
1: It is. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back for the second segment, have you talk more Ammo related stuff and uh, more. So, with that, we'll be right back.
0: It's a legacy 100 years in the making where American ingenuity met a trailblazing spirit. Hard work united with patriotism, technology blended with new ideas. Right here in Anoka, Minnesota. Born in 1922, made in America. Proud to be the best. A century of innovation, and we're just getting warmed up. Welcome back to It's Federal Season and our technology segment, Tech Talk.
1: So, welcome back to It's Federal Season podcast, and this is our Tech Talk segment. We still have the amazing Hickok 45 on, and we're going to talk a lot more about specific things, but I did uh, a search of the top 100 YouTube channels, global stars like Perry, and Swift, they all have, you know, 40 plus million subscribers, billions of views. Um, but you are right up there. And especially as a someone in the, the gun world, it's, it's very motivating and exciting for all of us. How do you put that into perspective when you're considering your subscribers? Then, you know, the fact that you have more... Subscribers than there are NRA members out there. That has to feel feel pretty amazing.
2: <laughs> well, it, it's uh, it's nice, you know, having uh, a pretty good following. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, it, it's great that uh, that firearms have become so mainstream. Yeah, it really is, and it's a double edged sword. And, you know, I I think I've been in the firearms world for so long. Uh, I recall back in the whatever seventies or eighties, you know, you we try to find a like minded, uh, kindred soul, you know, would be at a, a oh, party sorry. with your, you know, a <laughs> Christmas party with your wife, you know, or something. And uh, <laughs> right. and it'd be someone else, So somehow the subject would come up with firearms and you end up in a big conversation there. Oh, there was there's there's one of me there, there's there's one of my kind, you we talk guns, you know. Yes. <laughs> it's just like we understand, you know. Talk a common language, yeah. and and it's uh, something that people are generally enthusiastic about, like golf or anything else. But but, but yeah. that has evolved over the years, and now you know, for example, if you were at a dinner party or any kind of gathering, just random gathering, you know, employees, you know, where someone works, maybe a company party, and there's a hundred people there. Well, there'd be more than one or two people that are into firearms, <laughs> right? <laughs> They're probably like yep. yep. thirty percent. And so that has changed. It's it's so much more mainstream, and 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 that's nice. And and again, the fact that I, I, I tell you when when we started doing this, John, one of the things I said to John I said, "Well, this is fun, and and we're getting these viewers, but you know, I don't, we're really having credibility. I, I'm not a cop. I've not been in the military. Uh, you know, so, but you know, this is fun. We'll do it. We really thought that we would not get very much of a following." That it would be very limited in growth because I'm just a regular guy. Yeah, I was a reserve deputy. I volunteered some vo- volunteer work with my local county, but yeah, I, I don't I don't have any real experience in, in those areas and and no credibility. You know, was what I was thinking. Uh, you'd have to again. It was early days uh, of YouTube and this yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. But so yeah. it turns out that that being kind of just an average guy, really. It is one reason it's it's grown. I mean, really, it. it and I make the joke about we excel in mediocrity in a lot of ways. We we are the average Joe that just likes to shoot. You know, I don't have yeah. to be a great marksman. I might be able to to shoot better than maybe some of the I don't know average person or people who haven't shot a lot, but. I don't have to do like you. I don't have that pressure (laughs) to hit the target every time, you know. (laughs) I I just like guns, and and that's the way most people are. They just want to shoot. And most, I guess, most shooters will probably never be involved in uh, competition like like you are or even like I was. And they just are interested in firearms. It's fun. And so, yeah, it's it's mainstream, and it's great that uh, there are so many people interested in it. And I enjoy helping them however I can. Yeah. You know, just with whatever information we can provide that's why we we yeah. take a, I do take a lot of pride in trying to give a really honest look and and I'm biased I have my biases I, just like you do yeah. I'm sure about specific yeah. firearms yeah. so i'm um, understandably you're gonna you know you're gonna prefer a certain firearm or caliber over this you know or over that and and i I make no bones about that, but I'm being yeah. honest about that though you know it's not yeah because someone told me to say that that Glock told me to right. say that, or they made me like this gun better. It's just my honest opinion. Right. Anyway, it's, yeah, it, it is great. And uh, I hope we are able to help a lot of people and have fun doing it.
1: Yeah, no, it's a great point. I mean, there are obviously a lot of people out there who compete in the shooting sports, but I, I always think of them as like super users. I mean, they're dedicated goal oriented. They want to meet uh, a very specific goal while they're shooting, but there are the majority, the vast majority are people who just enjoy shooting, who want to be more confident and comfortable with their firearms. And the fact that you're able to talk to so many of them out there is is invaluable, invaluable.
2: We hope so. And you know so, one thing too uh I I'm, I've I've been pleasantly surprised too. I I you know, get this big old ugly guy like me that that you know I, I appear to be a Neanderthal. I'm sure to a lot of people just uh especially people are quick to pigeonhole or stereotype you but we we've uh, sure. been asked to speak to a lot of women's groups i've actually spoken to uh, yeah. you know, women's uh, gun clubs and and, uh, and it's always like when i get invited i say whoa what is wrong with this picture you think i know something about yeah and i you know about you because know, you know the differences in how you carry and, and different preferences you know i'm no expert in any of that but i'm pleased that that people are not intimidated by our videos, I guess what it comes down to. Like whether, and I, again, I don't mean to be sexist, but 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 new shooters, and there's so many women entering the shooting sports, as you know, in the last 20, 30 years, and they would just really fall under new shooters, people new to firearms. And so we're really pleased that, that people are not intimidated uh, because I know going into a gun shop, sometimes it can be very intimidating. I hear horror stories from viewers will share how they just, you know, they go in. You don't see as much of that as you used to, but you go into a gun shop and you get some yeah. some crusty old guy. that looks like me and is impatient, and doesn't want to really help you know the customer very well. But so we're really pleased about that. That that uh, anybody
0: that most people seem to feel uh, welcome at our channel. Absolutely, it's
1: like it's a testament to. No, absolutely, keep patting away. <laughs> it's a you know with the way gun community has grown uh you know you mentioned earlier that and i experienced this growing up in the shooting sports in the late 80s and 90s it was it was like fight club we didn't talk about it (laughs) like you didn't share what you did and because you didn't know the kind of reaction that would happen but with social media today and you being at the forefront with youtube and of course in other areas as well Um, we're able to connect with fellow gun owners on the screen too. Can you talk more about people in the comments and sharing that uh, a little bit?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is nice because you can communicate. And that's how I spend a a fair portion of my day. If we're not doing videos, every morning I spend a couple hours just catching up on email and then uh, skimming through comments. I can't get to them all, but you know, uh, because we have about 2,500 (laughs) videos or something, but I skim through and, uh, and I'll answer okay. quite a few of them and, and even quite a few Facebook questions and different things. I can't get to everybody, but I, I do enjoy answering people and, and, uh, answering comments and, uh, you know, and, and of course the FAQ videos answer a lot of those. You get the same questions over and over yes. as you know, and, but, uh, I, I enjoy interacting, you know, with them, uh, uh online, you know, and it's kind of a unique thing. I Uh, This morning, someone, there was a comment. I posted a video, and right away, there was a comment from somebody in Uganda. You know, I mean, it's just the entire planet, you know, is is watching. and uh, uh, They probably don't understand my redneck English very well, but they're watching. (laughs) And it's pretty cool to be able to. We take it for granted, don't we, these days? (laughs) I remember what used to be a big deal. You know, uh, when I was teaching, we set up early on in the early 90s having uh, electronic pen pals with a classroom in it was New Zealand, and it was yeah. like a really big deal, you know, to do that, you know, and uh, now we all communicate with people all over the planet, you know, without even thinking, so I enjoy that. No, I enjoy the trolls, you know, special What special what's life without a troll, a <laughs> hater troll. <you> know? <laughs>
1: Uh, that's funny that you mention it. Like, you, you take such a positive way of dealing with some of these people. Is, is that probably the greatest challenge you have to deal with on social media? Are the few people out there that are troll-like or, or anti-gunners or that sort of thing?
2: Well, you know, I don't really see them as a challenge much because it's such a, an infinitesimal you know, percentage of, of people. But uh, I, I, I see them as hu- being humorous. And it's funny. Our viewers—they always get mad at me if you know, I do these yeah. Sunday videos where I'm more relaxed, kind of like now, just talking, shooting some, and just yakking with our viewers. And uh, and if I make a, a crack or quote some troll comment or something, uh, there are people who get—they get mad at me. Hey, God, quit. Uh, ignore the trolls. Ignore the trolls. Don't pay attention <laughs> what they say. Well, I really don't. I just—I just find it humorous, you know, because they're such yeah. a such a minority, you know. And so it's. I don't really see them as a challenge. Uh, I just don't. There's always. If you skim through comments, you're going to see a, somebody probably that is from the anti-gun world, saying something, and they're just getting their fix by going in and hating on a gun owner. And uh, same thing for uh, for people who just want to cause trouble. They're, they're always going to be there. You know. I think as you get older, they. I tell you that did. I don't know about you. But, in the early days, that did bother me more, okay it did, and John kind of would yeah. walk me off the talk me off the ledge because it, it wow what why are these people hating so much over silly things mm-hmm. or nothing and sometimes it's gun owners themselves it's not just some yes. random troll. Yes. You know, why are people so so picky and, and looking for things you know to just pick a party and be mad, you know, and where yeah. is this anger yeah. coming? So, but that's just part of it. And I've, I've learned to just kind of laugh at it.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned going through the comments in the morning, is that a typical day for you to start things out with the, you know, digging into the comments, getting your laugh from a few trolls here and there, and then going to film kind of explain that for us.
2: Kind is, uh, or at least, you know, skimming through and, uh, and then, you know, answering some emails, answering some comments and and then uh whatever else, you know, uh might need to post a video, uh, get one ready to post, you know, pick out a thumbnail. There's just you know, a lot of that kind of management, you know, that, that you have to do. Maybe still render a video. Yeah. I have one I need to render here probably after after we get off and and to post at a later time. And there's there's just always things like that uh to do on the computer. Along with personal things, you know, and all the sites and things, pay some bills, whatever you're okay. doing. Yep. And then I try to get finished with that, you know, by whatever. I'm an early riser. I may be up at four o'clock a lot of mornings or five o'clock. So, oh,
0: wow. <laughs> so
2: I'm, I've gone through a lot of things and, 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 uh, I'm ready by, uh, you know, at like eight or nine o'clock and run to the post office and then be setting up for videos or whatever we're doing. Or if we're not doing videos, just other things. And, and uh working on the range yesterday i worked on the range of some and set up and and uh did some things there getting ready for videos Uh, there's always something to do as you can imagine and and like everybody you have uh there's there's more to everybody's job than anybody realizes and uh although i don't look at it as a job uh you know getting ammo together and and figure out what we're going to be doing and what we need and uh checking the ammo inventory and uh See if I need to order anything, uh, you know, from Federal because we need to stay ahead, of course. Because, yes, you know yes. how it is. You, you know, you when you think about something, you you can't afford to. Oh man, I'm I'm getting low on nine millimeter or something because you you're not going to have it the next day right. and or whatever it might be, and and just uh, keeping track of things. Uh, but I, no complaints. It, it's very very busy, but I, I can also take off days and yeah. like went to florida for a week and yes. now I, the job goes with yeah I, I take my laptop and i the same thing uh i have a fairly quick internet connection here and so i upload whatever we're going to be posting while i'm on a trip go to shot show for a couple of weeks we go got west and, and i just you know so then manage it on the road of course like everybody does
1: I think a lot of people don't realize how much work there is involved in just, you know, maintaining the things that need to be maintained. <laughs> and, and, you know, they, oh, this must be the easiest job in the world.
2: <laughs> yeah, it always looks great. And it, and it is being able to shoot for a living. You know, I, I, I never yes. can complain. I, I joke on video sometimes uh, if I catch myself uh, feeling like harried, you know, and I don't have enough time or something. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute now. You get to shoot for a living. Yeah. You know, it's just like when I go to a gun safe, I joke yeah. about that. And, and, uh, one of my gun safes, I'm digging through for a gun and, and two fall, want to fall out on my arm or something, you know, or something like that. Or I get <laughs> mad because I can't find where, where's that shield? You know, where's that yeah. or this rifle? And, uh, I catch myself. I say, no, wait a minute you are actually about to get frustrated and mad because you have so many firearms you can't find one is that what you're about to do you're about to get upset <laughs> over that <laughs> so i have to That's slap myself to here occasionally <laughs> yeah it's all good yeah, yeah. i used to so teach middle just school just you know
1: <laughs> yes this is true <laughs> that was a lot more uh involved i'm sure um Talking about ammo specifically, we know a gun's not going to work unless it's got great ammo. Um, what have you kind of seen as you, you as you have played with firearms for 50 to 60 years, as you mentioned, about the evolution of ammo over time?
2: Oh, boy, so many more choices, I think, in, uh, yeah. in types of ammo and, and in uh, bullet configurations, of course, as we know, the technology having changed dramatically. It doesn't, that doesn't always affect what we do in videos as much, but it's been interesting to see the, the effectiveness, you know, in hollow point, great ha- the hollow point ammo coming along and, and, and so many various calibers and, and that kind of thing. We use some hollow point to test guns with, make sure it feeds it, uh, often. Yeah. And of course I carry hollow points, a good hollow point, like HST and have, again, yeah. before I knew federal, <laughs> but, uh, really yeah, uh, uh, I I think it seems like the uh, now this is a silly thing to say I guess right now because people go, like, what did you say? But I think the availability oh. of ammo has has yes. improved over the years. So uh, in in a variety of calibers, uh, I, I know that back in the seventies and eighties and even the nineties, maybe going to a gun shop, I don't think you had the array of of nine millimeter the ammo Do you. Uh, 38 special, 44 man, just everything and different bullet weights. and uh, that, that, I think, has, has, has changed quite a bit. Uh, and gun shops, I think, are more cognizant and have been in the last 20, 30 years of having more ammo available. Oh, there's more shooters. You know, they've got to have ammo yes. and they've got to buy it. And it's a bigger sport now. It's more mainstream, as we were talking about. And so ammo seems to be more of an issue uh, more of a concern with with uh, with these at least uh, good gun shops than it used to be. You might know, go into a gun shop back in the seventies or eighties, uh, and they'd have, well, yeah, I think I got a box of thirty eight special over here. You know, it just is almost an afterthought in some gun shops. But but so the availability is big, I think, and then uh, you know reliability, of course, is it seems uh, to improve have improved, I believe. Configurations of uh, even range ammo. But but especially hollow point ammo, 45 ACP for example, and different things where old 1911s wouldn't always feed, you know, some of that wide mouth yeah. hollow point ammo back in the early days. And and uh, you can put like HST uh, hollow points in about any nine any 45, and I, it, it feeds for me. You know, just just the, the tweaking of of that has been good. And of course, again, availability in terms of new new calibers like the Valkyrie or the yeah. 30 super carry things like that you know more choices which which are great everybody wants to say well there's no need for another caliber why do we need that you know well you know what if people have been saying that well when nine millimeter came out or forty five or thirty eight special <laughs> well we right, who needs another right. thirty eight you know uh so innovation yeah, is yeah, good you absolutely. know you don't have to buy it you don't have to yeah. i say that with firearms you know Oh, well, just what we need another micro nine. well, does it hurt you if someone comes out with another micro nine or another pickup truck? It yeah. gives you another choice uh, same with ammo yeah.
1: no, that's a great point. I remember you know starting shooting with my dad, and we would have to get together as a club to buy brass and primers and and all of that projectiles because. The loads that we wanted to shoot in competition were not available. I mean, they didn't, they didn't think about power factor, any of that. And now with like Action Pistol Syntech and a bunch of other things, you're specifically designed to work for competition shooters. So you can just like buy the ammo that you need. It's so great.
2: <laughs> oh, isn't it? Exactly. Well, you know, just reloading components in general back in the 70s were not as available. Fighting bullet heads, you know, just yeah. the bullet. You, yeah, you couldn't find it. So, uh, I mean, you had to cast your own, and especially if you don't cast bullets. But, uh, yeah, even, even jacketed bullets were not the one was available. So, yeah, it's great. All the various choices. And in competition, you especially see that. You
1: know. Yeah, definitely. So, um, we're going to play a little bit of a game um, <laughs> here. I'm going to list a bunch of different calibers. And I want you to kind of maybe explain what you like to shoot out of the uh, whatever platform it is. Um, And maybe your favorite uh, gun to go with that caliber. Are you up for that? Okay. 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 (laughs) Okay. So we'll start it with something easy. Yes. Yes. So 22 long rifle.
2: 22 long rifle. Okay. My favorite gun. I, uh, favorite ammo. I I tell you, I'm really fond of CCI and I shoot a lot of that. And I'm also uh-huh. fond any twenty two long rifle that works, and most of the Federal stuff <laughs> seems to function fine, of course. Uh yep. and uh, the bulk ammo. Yeah, we've been very pleased with the uh the bulk ammo that Felber. That, it, it it just shoots and uh and it's reliable. Um I guess it, my my number one would be if I uh in terms of reliability and, and really knowing uh, that it's going to work, 22 is inherently not as reliable as fire of course, but uh, CCI I've had really good luck with. So I'll generally put that if there's a firearm, I really I don't want any issues. I want to make sure I don't have any issues. I'll typically go with that. Um, and uh, in, a, in a rifle, I, I really like my Marlin. I've got a Marlin uh, cowboy model lever gun and 22 long rifle. Uh, the Cowboy Limited, which is not made any longer that 's one of my very favorites uh, and I like my old my dad's old revelation uh, made by high standard i did a I brought it out on the last sunday uh, shoot around uh, that i've been shooting since I was ten years old, and so that 's one of oh, my favorite wow. ones to, to fire yeah. i i don 't well, do as much but... yeah with twenty two as I do center fire but it's all i'm always uh reminded that I need to shoot more whenever I get one out.
1: Exactly. Exactly. We we should also preface this. We have mentioned it before, but as members of Team Federal, we are very biased about federal ammunition. So you'll probably be hearing a lot of selections there. Um, so next up, nine millimeter. That's a big one.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. It is, uh, well, I'm partial <laughs> in in ammo to the heavier bullets, and I used I to guess. shoot almost nothing when I was hand loading. Uh, but 147 grains. I discovered whenever I used it in USPSA matches, it was more likely to, to knock the pepper. I used to shoot with some some people that would have a little fun setting the poppers harder than they should and different things. Ah. Back when a lot of people, especially those putting on the mask, were shooting 45. <laughs> so mm. you, Sometimes they have trouble knocking the poppers over. With the nine, and I was, like, okay, I'm going with a heavier bullet, and so I started handloading at 147 grains, and I had less trouble with that than anybody else, because uh, it seemed like everybody was shooting either that or 115 and not as much 124 yeah. but i have I have uh, settled now I'll carry 147 grain ammo often, but uh, as far as range ammo, I like the uh, 124 grain. Uh, American Eagles my, is my, is my favorite ammo, even if I didn't know anybody named federal premium, you know, personally, <laughs> and when yeah, I went to a gun that shop, that's, that's what I would buy. Uh, I like the one for 24 grain. Uh, uh it, it's just a nice compromise. And that's what I always request from, from federal. We shoot the most of, I get the consistency as anybody can see from the videos. It's, it's reliable. Yeah, it works. Wow. I mean, if we have a problem, uh, Wow. It's with the gun, you know, or the magazine. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just virtually never with ammo, and uh, yeah. you know and that's one reason I like to shoot the Chief American Eagle uh, you know, with Federal. We just don't have any trouble, you know. And uh, again, yeah, we're we're uh, sponsored by Federal, but it's just a fact. It's just a fact, and it's why we're happy right. to be sponsored by Federal because we don't have problems with ammo, and that's my favorite round. Uh, it seems to work well in about any firearm, any of the micro nines, the uh, the bigger nine millimeters or, or whatever. And uh, man, you expect me to tell you which nine millimeter I like the most? I don't know. I, I like a Glock nineteen, I but like, I like yeah, the SIGs a lot. Shoes. <laughs> yeah, I'm really fond of the yeah. little P365. Yeah. You know,
0: that's just a nice gun. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So two two three. Two two three. Uh.
2: I, I like uh, uh for general shooting. I tend to shoot a 55 grain, you know, the federal stuff, just 55 grain. Uh, I don't do like long range, uh, accuracy shooting. I mean, I like to be accurate, quote unquote, when I'm shooting, but I don't I don't shoot for groups at long range and that sort of thing. So I don't. I, I shoot some of the heavier uh, uh, bullets, you know, 62 grain, but I uh, typically the 55 grain ammo and fine, and uh, you know. It always works great. Uh and uh we shoot a lot of a lot of Federal fifty five grain ammo and works in yeah. all my AR fifteens and, and, and that's my favorite firing to shoot, you know, two, two, three, or five, five, six, you know, out of uh an AR fifteen. Imagine that.
1: <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> all right, uh thirty
2: aught six. Thirty six, okay. I I like the uh let's see what's the uh uh the thirty out six my favorite ammo that I shoot I think the most is the, the federal Garand. The, I think it's American Eagle Garand. It's for the Garand, okay? Since I have a Garand and we that's one of the the, the main thirty out six firearms that I shoot when I'm shooting thirty out six and in videos or, or even out of videos some. Uh and so uh, it's great they've got that at that round that's designed for that so it don't damage the rifle. And, you know, what's it? 150 grain or 147 grain, whatever. It's kind of like the, uh, the M1A, the, uh, 308 ammo. And so I just typically will, will often shoot that, uh, when I'm shooting and, uh, in videos that, that ammo, and, and even if it's a bolt action rifle, maybe. Although I shoot their standard 308 quite often, American Eagle. And, and, uh, then that's like, in fact, John is an M60. And we've done a couple or several videos with m 60s and Federal's great, and they were able to get us some link ammo for that. <laughs> so that's oh, nice. a, oh man, it was great, <laughs> yeah. And because uh, we went through a little bit of it for that, but but typically I the, the I like that Grand. It's it's not a heavy kicker, you know, or anything. It's fun to shoot. yeah.
1: That's great. All right, and the last one, uh, your kind of uh, pen namesake, I guess, 45 Auto. <laughs>
2: I I like the the 230 grain ammo and uh, that's what we typically get from Federal, the American Eagle 230 grain hard you know jacketed ammo and uh, the classic round. Yeah, I'm so glad they load that because yeah. it it just works and uh, <laughs> it does. Unless uh, for carry or for whatever, of course the HST is my favorite and in the same weight bullet, but uh, the 230 grain ammo is what I shoot and uh, yeah, probably enjoy it most out of a 1911. Yeah. Uh, I like a Glock and I I like some other 45s, but I enjoy shooting it more of a 1911 of any kind, you know.
1: That's classic. Classic. Is there a firearm or target or caliber that is on your bucket list that you have not yet had the pleasure of shooting that, uh, you know, that you're thinking about or adding to your YouTube videos to do one day?
2: Yeah, uh. Wow. You know, as far as a caliber, uh, it's hard. We've shot so many, uh, many calibers and different, different calibers. Uh, we need to do, uh, more 50. John has a, has a Barrett. We just, I, I don't shoot a 50 here where I live. Neighbors are a little too close for that. I think it might <laughs> vibrate their house window. Uh, yeah. but I like to do more with that. Uh, you know, I can't even think of a caliber that I would like to do that we have not done yet. it might be something I'm not thinking of, and something will come to me. It most likely would be an old West caliber of some kind, probably some firearm, you know. Uh, like, we, we, we do a lot with old old firearms, and uh, I'm trying to think what it is. We uh, and, and there's some really unusual cartridges for that. And sometimes, you know, Federal doesn't load those.